Welcome to Fridays with Authenticate and Nate, where we welcome you into our living room, have a drink, and a conversation. Come on in and join us. Hey everyone, welcome back to Authenticate and Nate, your Friday dose of fun, or at least we hope so. We are recording from Gretna. We finally made it. So if you listened to last Friday's episode, that's what we were talking about, how we get out here, and we finally made it. We got here late on Tuesday night. It really did. Well, we stopped (laughs) for dinner, but we made it, and we are enjoying the time. It is a rainy Thursday here as we record, and it's lovely to be in Gretna when it rains. Well, sometimes we feel like it always rains when we're here, and we're here so infrequently, but it always seems to rain. (laughs) Yes. We have the Godfrey curse. As yes. our friends Ian, Kendra, uh, Jason, and Mel, shout out to them. They know that when we come to Gretna, we often bring rain. Yes, we do. So we are so sorry, you guys. We brought it. Part of the apologize. Godfrey curse also is, I'm just going to... Restaurants? Yes. Mm-hmm. We, because of our strange schedule, when we get off, we're like, oh, you know what? Now's a great time. The kids, for the first year in our life, are going to school. Mm-hmm. Like the, the Trinity and Sydney, not our students. They always go to school. But, um... So they're gone, and we're going to go out to eat. Or we'll be with the kids. doesn't matter. <laughs> sure enough, wherever we decide to go, we'll pull in, and they're closed on that day. Or there's renovations. We, we went to Trogues, the local brewery, not long ago. We even we talked about it beforehand. Open. We knew they were open. We knew they were open. We checked everything. and we I even pulled, made a joke about it. Yeah. You're like, watch this be closed when we walk in. I'm like, yeah, right. I know. That happens to us all the time. Sure enough, we get out of our car and another couple walks by us as we're walking into the place. Or we didn't go in. And it was open. It was totally open. They're like, hey, uh, don't even bother going in. They just had um, a power outage and they have no, what was it, lights? Or... I'm not even sure what happened. <laughs> I don't know. We were just so dejected. We were like, what? Turned around and went you to You thought car. that you stole our favorite toy. We were like... <laughs> <kids>. <laughs> like, why does this keep happening? Yeah, so that is, that's a Godfrey curse. We, we call it that. But, I, you know, in, in our minds, I'm sure we don't catalog all the times that it does work out for that's us. That's true. Let's focus on yes, the positive. Let's be pessimist, or uh, optimistic here. <laughs> uh, and not so pessimistic. Correct. But... Today's episode, we were going to spin the vinyl, as we promised, um, mm. with a great record. Yeah, we were. Uh, old school, is it 64, I think? I don't know. 19, 60s. 1964, I believe, uh, is when this movie came out, and that was um, To Sir With Love by the late, great Sidney well, Poitier. It's not by him. He's well, in no, it. Yes, he, he stars as the lead role. Um, but Sidney Poitier is a teacher in, in London, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, rough part of London. And he basically reaches these kids. He it's, doesn't take any crap. Yeah, he, he, he teaches them how to, to grow up and, and, like, I don't know, mature and come into their age and, and become an adult and not just give in to the culture of, um, I guess, rebellion at that time was... Greatly. Disrespect. Yeah. Disrespect, rebellion, mm-hmm. crass behavior, that sort of thing. Right. It's a great film. You we like watch it a lot. We showed it to our high school girls. Years ago. Uh, yeah. And we're like, oh gosh, how's this going to go over? Um, but it was great. They liked it. Yeah, they did. We had a good conversation afterwards. But um, Sidney Poitier died just 
uh, this January. I think it was January 6th mm. um, at 94 years old. And so we are going to play that record in memory of him. But... You know, that I don't know if you were there. He spoke at Chippensburg University oh, really? when I was there. I think I still have the program from that. That was that was really awesome. And he's also in um, um, one of my, well, I wouldn't say it's my top favorite, but one of my favorite movies is Guess Who's Coming to Dinner from 1968. And we've already, I've already expressed my I've not seen Catherine that. Hepburn love. And she is in that with Spencer Tracy and they play the parents um, and their daughter is coming home. And the whole point of Guess Who's Coming to Dinner is that their daughter is bringing home her black boyfriend, which for 1968 was a big deal. So, um, but the movie is such a wonderful movie. Um, you just, the end is so moving, but he did a wonderful job in that movie. So I'd highly recommend that. Also go see Two Sir With Love or Mr. Tibbs, which I haven't seen, but there's, um, fun movie quotes from that movie or Lily in the Field. Mr. Tibbs. Lily Tibbs. of the Field, something like Mr. that. Mr. Tibbs. That sounds like He's something like, that would, uh, My character... name is Mr. Tibbs. Oh, it sounds like a character in Oliver. Mr. They, Tibbs. They call me Mr. Mr. Tibbs. Mr. Tibbs. Yeah, I don't. All right. Please, sir. Stop. I want more. Wow. Wrong. Way wrong movie. <laughs> we, went, we went towards oh, the Oliver route. Oh, gosh. I do want to say that Sidney Poitier won the Academy Award, the first time won by a black o- uh, actor in um, for that year. 1963 is the year it was. I just looked it up. I wrote it down, actually, earlier. He was amazing. And I found that note. He was amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways. So, we were going to play this record. As we promised, and I did that little thing. Caught, I got on the interweb on the on the net. <laughs> the net. The net. There's I got another on, movie. <laughs> I got on the internet. Mozart's ghost. And I found out. Oh my gosh, that uh, we are not authorized to play music even in the background on our vinyl <laughs> record. Nate almost got us sued. <laughs> I did not. I ah. just did a little due diligence. I was like, hey. Uh, we're good doing this, right? Well, I should have known better. <laughs> I'm glad you no. looked it up because we would have been on a rabbit trail and somebody, oh, yeah. some lawyer was going to call us. It, if this turns off panicked. like, well, actually last episode, if it turns off halfway through, you know why, because We've somebody, whoever the the people who regulate that sort of thing. <laughs> mm, I'm too small for them to notice. <laughs> they they shut it down. Yeah. Anyways, so we, we can't play that stuff without copyright infringement happening. Mm. And so, um, yeah. So know that in our hearts and minds, we are spinning a 33 for you all. And it is To Sir With Love. You can go spin it while you're listening, actually. That's right. Go do that. Featuring Lulu, who was a big pop star at the time Mm. in Britain. And um, it's a great movie. To Sir With Love is... uh, and there's some great lyrics that don't exactly translate nope. perfectly <laughs> to today's. But he took her from lipstick to perfume. No, it's he took her from crayons, crayons. to perfume. Crayons this, to perfume. This is the teacher. We don't know what that means. <laughs> and oh at one goodness. point in the movie, she's kind of a little taken with, with Sidney Poitier's character. Well, who wouldn't be? And Yeah, yeah he's a good-looking guy. Anyway, so uh, just pretend that that is playing in the background. It's great, six, very 60-esque mm-hmm. song. Mm-hmm. Lots of, modern. I don't know, um, stereo noise mm-hmm. of, that's mm-hmm. characterized with that sort of music Agreed. in that time. Anyways, um, so yeah, but yesterday was, was what? Wednesday. Wednesday. And Groundhog Day. Groundhog yes, Day. Yes, you almost know. finished my sentence. I didn't know what you were going to say. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we were not on the same no. playing field right there. No. Well, hopefully we're on the same playing field. Just not with that at that moment. If not, we should come to the same playing field for this podcast. We should, actually. Okay. 
Okay. Oh, hey, we're here. Hey. Great. Right. So yesterday was Groundhog Day, and um, it, we sure love our hogs. We love our groundhogs. <laughs> Pennsylvania sure. <laughs> Pennsylvania does. has this infinity for this weird creature that this fat, ugly creature that comes out of the ground, and they force him to do that. I wonder what his life's really like. They claim it's awesome, but... I don't think so. He just wants people to stop touching him. Yeah, probably. He's like, let me be a, a groundhog. Yeah, seriously. Don't shoot me. Which is basically a, a very large version of a woodchuck. I think it's the same mm-hmm. family and stuff. I wonder how much he can oh, chuck. Oh, I should tell my joke. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. Get it over with, please. Oh, shit. No. Okay, we'll, we'll wait on that. It, that's going to be safe for another time, I think. Yes. <laughs> yes. No, no, no. I'm going to say it. Okay. What do you call a French woodchuck? <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it. What do you call a French woodchuck? A prairie dog. A prairie dog. Prairie dog. Prairie dog. I got it wrong. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yes. Get it? Uh, but the girls wanted to watch Groundhog Day last night, and I looked it up, but of course, you know, you have to pay for it on Apple, and I didn't feel like <laughs> doing that. Okay. Um, we don't own the movie. Even if we did, we didn't bring the movie because we forgot it was Groundhog Day. So we didn't watch it. No. But, but um, it is a good it one. It is a good one. We watched it with them last year and they really liked it. And, you know, Bill he, Murray. Oh, he's fantastic. Can't go wrong it. there. He's such a jerk. He is such a jerk. <laughs> but he learns the a valuable lesson. The puddle steps into every time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, the guy who oh. comes and bothers him. Oh, my god. On the street. Yeah, yes. that's great. Yes. But, so we'll get into that a little bit later. The Groundhog Day and, and why we're calling this episode that. But also... Um, how we break out of the routine a little bit and just some of our thoughts with that. Not going too deep, but yeah, a little bit, yeah. So Say what else you wanted to say, honey. What else did I want to say? You wanted to talk about this morning, about our car conversation with the girls. Oh, yes. Um, so this morning, as we were driving the girls to school, uh, I said, hey, girls, because we don't seem to really know what we're going to talk about until... No, we're the worst at the planning, so... You're really getting it as it's kind of coming out. I guess we're sort of building this, and so we're figuring out how do we want to discuss stuff. I mean, we don't just want to ramble. Right. Well, I've asked people what they want to hear, and nobody, well, I shouldn't say nobody. One person has told me what they would love to hear more about. Thank you, John Chow, for that. So if you want specific topics, or you want to know more. Melinda said something about it, didn't she? I'm not sure. But please let us know if there's anything you'd like us to specifically cover, because we are going to be moving into that area at some point, but right now we're still just, just riffing. So. Well, and the point of this is to, to be Absolutely. just at ease Friday. I mean, we're recording on Thursday. But even if you want to know about marriage, our marriage, how we have how we keep this spark alive, some people have told, asked us how we do that. So I, it's not yeah, just... Take it yeah, take it back. I'm so There's sorry. There's a few people. I'm sorry. We want more people. That's what I'm saying. More people. Um, so, yeah. If you want to know about parenting, since we've been doing it for 11 years with various children our own and others we can tell you how to ages. fail all kinds of ways <laughs> we can tell you what we've learned we do know a little bit though i will yeah. say that i feel like we know more than what we give ourselves credit for but True. sometimes it needs to be mined and extracted mm. out of the ground out of our hearts well said and minds okay hearts and minds all right get back to it. anyway so so we're in the car and sydney's like yeah dad why don't you talk about faith and your spiritual walk and this and that and we're like oh i mean first of all i love the fact that she is saying that we should talk about our faith mm-hmm. and that's great 
and after I blew her a, a kiss from the front of the car, I was like, well, honey, I don't know if we're really looking to make the podcast about like spiritual discipleship or I don't feel qualified to do that sort of thing. We and, could we could play You Gotta Have Faith maybe at some time by George Michael. Oh, gosh. You have to license that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do love that song. That's an arduous thing to, to get the license to play that. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. went down the rabbit hole of figuring that out this morning, as I as I mentioned. Anyways, um, I'm like, ah, Sid, we're, we're really not, I, I wouldn't say that's in our wheelhouse, our expertise. We're more like the couple that's in the back that the, the preacher keeps giving eyes to because we, we're like, maybe. Fooling around? fully around or maybe not paying the best attention but that's not to say we are cavalier about our faith we very much oh, live yes. it out we love it uh we love people and community and and church and stuff like that um but yeah I, i'm like mm, we're the ones busting jokes that have to be talked to afterwards like could you guys like keep it down anyways <laughs> <laughs> so there's that but through that Oh, I don't think we came up with a good topic that we were going to talk about from them. No. Because they, they weren't very helpful. No. Yeah. they. She gave us a couple of random ideas and they... And we told were, her we don't talk about Bruno. Oh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I hate that song. That movie oh is annoying, right? It's so... Encanto? So spastic. Spastic. Yes. It's very spastic. It's so fast-paced. Kate and I looked at each other through it. If you haven't seen the kids' movie Encanto, the same guy, you know his name, who wrote uh, Hamilton and Moana's music. and Mm -hmm. Oh, Mm -hmm. oh, you're stalling. Literally just blanked on it right now. Um, They know who he is. Yeah. Anyways, that guy. Lin-Manuel something. Something. Lin-Manuel something. He's brilliant. I mean, a fantastic writer. But I feel like in this music, it's just very, like, almost like you can't catch up. You the, yeah, it's fast. It's, it's, it's fast. It's kind of it's not disjointed. Yeah. Flowing. And as parents, we're sitting there rolling our eyes. And of course, within two days, they know every lyric and of we've every heard it song. Nonstop. Oh, yeah. So we don't talk about Bruno. Well, I'll literally wake up thinking we don't talk about Bruno. Like it's running through That's my awful. head. I'm sorry. It is. It's like on rotation. And I'm like, oh, how do I Bruno. get this out? So, yeah. So I every time you you paused this morning on the way back after dropping them off and you said, "Well, maybe we should." And I'm like, "We don't talk about Bruno." <laughs> Just kept throwing it in there. It was annoying. Yeah. Aww. Anyways, so we're not going to talk about Bruno. The movie, by the way, we also thought was odd. I, yeah. I don't think it But we flowed. don't need to go into a deep yeah. movie review. True. True, true. Okay. Good point. We'll just sit here and Eat our tasty apples and cheese. He did honestly make a whole apple and cheese board for this. And he's also drinking a martini. No, no, no. I didn't make this. Well, I didn't that make was it for breakfast, this. but we breakfast. have the leftovers. But that's okay. what we're sitting in front so, of right now. Because you can't help yourself. Real quick flash, or not flash, but a pointer. If you want a delicious anytime snack, mm. thinly sliced apples and a good sharp cheddar cheese mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Eat them together. Mm-hmm. A good sweet apple. I guess tart would work well too, but I think sweet is probably better. Regardless, that is like a wonderful combination, those two. And if you don't know how to slice apples thinly, just watch my YouTube video on how, never mind. I don't have a YouTube video. No, he doesn't. None. But you do have, you actually do have one. I have one. Let's not forget about that. We need to drive traffic to it. To be fair, it's one that I'm featured in 
It's You're not adorable. one that I own. <laughs> I love it. It's uh, so th- cute. It is me in probably 2006 during deployment of me dancing to the Numa Numa song Aww. in Iraq. I'm in the Bradley fighting vehicle, which is an armored vehicle. Um, I, yeah. It's so cute. It's I love the part with his eyebrows. No, to be fair, I enjoy embarrassing. I honestly, it, you enjoy embarrassing or embarrassing yourself? Embarrassing, or embarrassing myself. others. I enjoy the the um, space of being embarrassed. Like oh. I don't mind it. Okay. I don't mind being that guy. And so obviously, but whenever your current commander a couple years later calls you into his office, like, hey Nate, Lieutenant Godfrey, come on in here. He had a almost oh. a George W. Oh God. George W. Uh, accent. <laughs> Get your butt in here. No, that just sounded weird. Anyways, he said, come in here. He's like, find that video. I'm like, uh, uh, sir, don't we have things to do? He's like, shut up. Put it on. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't think I've heard this story. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Honey. Lieutenant Colonel, I will not say his name, just in case. I, mean, I doubt he would he ever listen to, to this. He wants to keep his reputation. But he thought it was hilarious. And before you knew it, more and more officers were coming in to listen to me, or watch me, do ridiculous things inside of this uh, you tiny are space. so cute. Yeah, I don't know. It, at the time, in 2005, 2006, the Numa Numa song, it's like Dry Ghost and Din Pei or something like Nobody that. Nobody knows what they're saying. Yeah. Well, it, they're talking, they're singing about it's love. German, right? and no, no, it's almost Moldavian. Uh, Natasha know. told us about it because she can translate the words. Mm. She's Moldavian slash Russian slash Ukrainian, whatever. Um, anyways, it's like in, hmm, I, I'm we not going to say what language. We don't know. Regardless, it's a fun song, but at the time that the kid who first made it viral was dancing to it in front of his computer, and it's a, it's a phenomenal dance and song just because it's so pure and funny and, <laughs> and he's just dancing with all his heart anyways i did that uh, so it was kind of trending at the time before things trended that much <laughs> this was still at a time where we didn't all know every youtube video out there anyways and so he was dancing and i decided to do it so my gunner who sat directly to the left of me was filming with my kind of crappy camera at the time mm-hmm. And you'll see if you watch the video, it the the video quality changes. That's not a special effect. It's because my camera was on the fritz, mm-hmm. and in Iraq, I think the sand, the the wind there in in the part of Iraq we were in, it was almost like a a dust sand. Gross. It, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't even like the seashore, the eastern shore. It's very fine sand. It wasn't even like that. It was like almost like a powdery, like a talcum powder. Anyways, that would get into a lot of things and just destroy stuff. And I think I'm going to blame that. That was probably a part of it. And it was you know, back to the, can you remember, the digital camera days where mm-hmm. you would have to take pictures and actually look at them and then do something with them. I think people will be very reassured to know this is where their tax dollars are going. Yes. This is what the soldiers are really doing in the tanks. And oh, the absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not even a joke. Absolutely, that's oh what they're gosh. doing. Uh, 99% of the time is a soldier spent bored out of your mind oh that's the truth in fact who was that the Recruitment, onion recruitments just dropped oh the onion uh website years ago which is phenomenal uh a satire website uh they did a special on the call of duty the real call of duty <laughs> I- iraq edition i think they oh called it please look it up and watch it it is so hilarious and it is so accurate 
because they're <laughs> the people are they have like beta testers and they're playing this Call of Duty Iraq edition, and uh, the people are like, yeah, we've been sitting here for uh, fifteen hours waiting. Waiting for our convoy to come in, and um, we can't re- uh, establish radio communication, so we're just waiting. Like that's the mission. They're they're waiting for the convoy to come in. <laughs> or at one point, like they're trying, they have to work for like fifteen hours a day on on correcting, um, uh, doing preventative maintenance on their vehicles, which is one hundred percent accurate. And uh, at one point, the guy's like, um, I I just started wandering around in the desert because I was bored and. Oh, yeah, I just died. I, I died from boredom. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's so true because so much of your time is spent waiting on waiting. things. Hurry up and wait. And very little of it is that very sexy uh, Hollywood, um, sexy. you know, warfare thing. Not to, men- or not to say that, of course, there's times where that all changes. But regardless, yes, if you want to look it up, I think it's called Numa Dance. It's, it used to be called Numa Numa Iraq, but I think there's hundreds of those because at the time a lot of people were doing them. But Numa Dance, and uh, it's three minutes and 33 seconds, and you'll see me just acting the fool there. Mm. Anyways, that's the only YouTube video that, that I am featured Next in. Next will be that Apple Slicing. Of. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> apple Slicing and Cheese. <laughs> I'm cutting the cheese. <laughs> So, who is our um, broadcast? Uh, what am I saying? Mm. Who is our podcast sponsored by today, honey? Oh yes, I wanted to do a sponsorship. Today's episode is sponsored by Brondo, the thirst mutilator, bulging with over seven thousand calories and four thousand electrolytes per serving. Not only does it have what it oh wait, what did I say? <laughs> <laughs> it, not only does it have what plants crave. But it will also make you feel like punching a bulldozer right in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Brondo. And I'm not going to say what movie Brondo that's referencing. Um, How how do people reach out to you? Is there a way for some of this voodoo that you have? Keep telling people to email me or DM me on Instagram. Okay, please. If you know what that's from, Brondo, the merch, the the merch, the the thirst mutilator, the (laughs) thirst quencher, what plants crave. It wouldn't be hard to find. Uh, contact us somehow and tell us because that's that's Maybe bonus we'll give points. You a prize. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyways, that's that's who we're sponsored by, and everyone wants to feel like they want to punch a bulldozer directly. I know. And square I in the face. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Anyways. I'm so glad we have a sponsor. Yes, that's right. <laughs> oh uh, man. All right. Well, let's get to today's topic that we just came up with. It's called Groundhog Day. Why is it called Groundhog Day? Well, obviously Groundhog Day just occurred, which we don't care about at all. No. Um, it's kind of weird. <laughs> who doesn't want more time? Like, who doesn't want spring to come sooner? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, skiers maybe? Yeah. Winter lovers. Yeah. Winter, people who are outdoor sports enthusiasts for the winter sports. Yeah. Who live in an area where, I mean, this area... Snowfall is pretty bleak. Yeah, it's then it just looks that, dirty and gross and takes forever to melt. Right, and so like whether you're snowshoeing or cross country skiing or anything like that, it's it's very spotty. If you can do it in this professional area. snowball makers. So, anyways, most of us want more um, spring, spring or sooner. spring to come sooner. Right, not more winter. Correct. But this this uh, little animal comes out and tells us what we want to or what, what they predicted to be. Whatever. Either way, we don't care about that. But it does 
we use that that term to talk about the day in, the day out, the very routine uh, habits of our life. And how to break out of a rut. Well, How do you get out of Groundhog Day? Yeah. Yeah. So, how do you? You've been reading a lot about this right now, right? What, breaking out of a rut? Yeah, just breaking free, uh, Groundhog Day um, mentality, Mm -hmm. and also how to kind of rethink things to to break out of that. Mm. Yes, I think a big thing, uh, which I just mentioned um, in my solo episode, is mindset. I think a lot of people get stuck in their own mindset, and I think especially with... um, COVID hitting, a lot of people being in their homes, working from home. You're not talking to your coworkers at the water cooler or wherever you may talk to have may have talked to them before. You're <laughs> COVID's happened. Nobody's talking at the water cooler. No. We're all like looking Day at drinking? each other's masks. Yeah, for sure. Or if you're even at work. Right. So a lot of people are working from home. Their kids are at home, driving them nuts. And even, you know, people when you were at work, maybe it was more routine, more, you know, blah. I don't know. Depends what you do. But now you maybe are working in your attic or in one room out of your house every single day and you're not going anywhere and all of those things that we've all been experiencing for the last last two years. So how to break out of your rut. And I think mindset is a really big part of that. How can you change your mindset um, and change your perspective to kind of flip it 180, look at maybe somebody else's perspective? Um, because we all know that mindset, what you think is what you're going to say. Um, what is that? It's that whole thing. Your actions determine your, or your mindset determines your actions. Your thoughts determine your actions. I'm all over the place here. Um, and your actions. We know what you mean. Really determine, you know, everything else in your life. It's going to determine how you interact with people, um, how you treat people and how you feel about your life, how you feel about yourself. So I think if you can change your mindset, even in the smallest way, that can make a big difference of breaking out of a rut or um, to stop being frustrated with something or stop feeling bored. Um, do something else. Maybe pick up a book um, on a topic you've never read before. Or maybe if you're not a reader, just pick up a book and read something that seems interesting to you. Maybe call up a friend or go out with a friend, have a great conversation. Um, that can also be super inspiring and super encouraging. Um, I know for me, because of our job, Um, And because I homeschooled for so long, I didn't get to see my friends that often. So when I do get to see them, I have great conversations and I come back feeling inspired and encouraged and um, thinking in a different way and really filled up. So I think that's important. And I think it ties closely to with um, self-care, which I also want to dive deeper in with my own episodes and my own content. How do we do self-care, especially with COVID, especially with a lot of moms staying at home and dads. I think it a mom... Moms definitely struggle with self-care because they're not only taking care of the majority still of household um, work, but they're taking care of the kids. And maybe they're also trying to do their job from home or do their job outside of the home and then come home and still, you know, many moms are still the ones who make dinner and do all the things. So how do you find time for self-care and break out of that routine rut? So I'm going to be doing a side episode on... Mm. Uh, self-care for men oh I like that yeah it's gonna be how to appropriately scratch like your chest hairs um, oh. yeah H- how to um, get out of work mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. good excuses for allowing the lawn to grow maybe longer than it should be wow. before you mow it okay 
That is self-care, right? That's what you no. mean? No. Mm-mm. Okay. No. Ah, man, mm-hmm. missed it again. Dang it. Wow. Oh, all right. <laughs> joking, joking. Definitely take time for you. Start with your mindset. Think about things differently. Um, look for somebody else's perspective, even one that you may not agree with. Probably especially somebody that you don't agree with. Well, I think there is a um, a danger in, in talking about this for for people to assume that everyone is going should do maybe the things that they're interested in mm. or becoming more like them um, as an extrovert um, it's easy for extroverts to wonder why introverts or people who aren't quite as extroverted are not acting like them or in order for them to be happy and joyous or whatever they need to be doing some of the things or saying the things or acting kind of like we do. Mm-hmm. And that's a complete fallacy because that's not how they are. It's not how they're made. Right. They tick differently. Right. And so do we, even extroverts. I mean, they, they do different things. You could be ex- extremely extroverted and have different desires or passions or whatever. And to assume that breaking out of Groundhog Day means doing something that disrupts completely disrupts or radicalizes your life it I think would be wrong too people can continue to work at a job and break out of like the job that they've been at for a long time or doing the same routines they've always been in or raising kids which can seem like a groundhog day mm-hmm. we we talk we say the same things over and over again we keep you know sowing the seeds sowing the seeds and hoping they grow but overall um, they can still find ways, or we as people can still find ways to break out of the routine within whatever we like, whatever we enjoy doing, the context of, of what we desire. But I think that it's, it's very easy for for us to just get lazy or fall into the same um, narrative that, that society or whoever tells you you should be doing or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And... Breaking out of the Groundhog Day would just include whatever it means for you to, I don't know, disrupt things a little bit. Maybe change a habit. Yeah, change a habit. Maybe instead of coffee every morning, make tea, make matcha, or stop at a coffee place. Take a different way to work. Yeah, and I apologize. I feel like I'm rambling. I I read a book. Actually, to be fair, I did not read this book. Wow. I got it from the library, and I read like a couple chapters of it. But it was really interesting. It was from two teenagers, two teenage boys wrote this book. And I think I had a Christian perspective, but it was called, I believe it was called Do Tough Things. And the premise of their book was basically find things that will break you out of your normal routine of life to just be ho... um, Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, (laughs) ho. Yeah. Don't be a Santa Claus. (laughs) Don't be Santa Claus. (laughs) You want to break out of that Santa Claus thing. <laughs> Stop doing it. We're not elves, okay? We're your friends. Anyways. Wow. <laughs> so break out of the ho-hum and, and just do tough things to encourage your mind to think, to, to discover, to adventure. And I, I'm always talking about it. I feel like I'm a broken record with that. Like, no, I love it. I love your passion and your joy for that. So keep going. Well, adventure is the word I just so often think about. And that is the, like... Well, we do have the word adventure on our wall. Yeah, so we do. We do. That's who you Which are. Which means... You're adventurous. Yeah, but it's actually embracing and embodying the idea of being open for adventure. Our, our or good, open for anything. Yeah. I really like that word. Open. Be open for new experiences. Be yep. open to new people, new thoughts, new 
ideas. Yep. Um, new foods. Yeah. So, I mean, all of that's adventure in a different way. Well, step out of your comfort zone, step out of your rut, and be open to something new, even something that maybe makes you uncomfortable. I wrote that on my blog. Get your baby bird self out of your comfort zone nest. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to push ourselves, even if no one else is Ooh, pushing I, us. I like that. Did Thanks. you say that? I did say that. Oh, that's Ooh. good. But, yeah, get yourself out of your comfort zone. Challenge yourself, even if no one else is. Say, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do this differently, or I'm going to, I don't know. We see challenges all over the place on... Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of influencers and on Instagram, people are doing challenges, three day challenge, five day challenge, 10 day challenge. I'm doing a 30 day challenge of going live on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I, I don't enjoy it, but I'm pushing myself to do it every single time. Sometime every day I'm like, what am I going to talk about? Really nothing much has changed, but I'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone to do it. Um, but what can you personally challenge yourself with? Even if it's physical activity, doing a 10 day yoga challenge, Yeah. whatever it is, just Keep pushing the envelope. Keep pushing yourself to grow and be open. And like you said, be adventurous. Yeah. Doesn't and not, have to be a big not thing. to stress you out. No. It, yeah, it's it's to push you to keep your mind thinking to, to stay relevant. I think keep staying relevant flowing. is very important, especially for those of you with kids. Why we grow old and stale is beyond me. I want to try to stay relevant. And not that everything new it, we should adopt or run away not with. every trend. And, right. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying, because there's obviously wisdom with age. That's a fundamental truth, I believe. And so um, not all age equals wisdom or all. No. <laughs> yeah. But, and my warning from earlier when you talked about, like, it doesn't mean stepping out of your comfort zone means all, a bunch of fitness. Like, say you have a lot of friends that do fitness stuff. That's great. But the trap could be, well, in order to be stepping out and doing something different or adventuring, I have to do this thing. Or that's defined by fitness or outdoor stuff or um, yoga or, I, I don't know, reading a ton of books. Right. Stay you know, in your own integrity, but maybe take a small step of something new. To change, yeah. Break a habit and create a new one. And, you know, there's YouTube doesn't help with this because, you know, it's talk about spastic. There, It's all over the place with just encouraging you to do this thing or that thing. I, I was getting gas the other day at the gas station, obviously. Oh, I thought funny. you were going to say you were gassy. I'm glad it went with no, getting I was, gas. No, I was getting gas okay. at the gas station. Okay. And um, the the speed Speedway, I think it is, whatever the name of that gas station is, has TVs everywhere at every gas station. And they're like telling – but it's just these little snippets of like just like um, – what are they? Uh, they're talking about food or this sports situation that just occurred. It's all these just sporadic, I don't know, blast of – of information mm. and I feel like if you try to follow that stuff I mean obviously this is well researched uh, we don't have the research here we can't speak to it or anything but that overwhelms us in general oh, if you yeah. try to follow the very best in YouTube or oh, what they're doing or this and that like you will just literally well choices overwhelm us there's too many choices and that's what gives people a lot of uh, stress and anxiety yeah try to go get a regular nail at the um Home Depot or Lowe's. Uh -uh. I don't want to. Sometimes I'm like, I just want a nail. I just need a nail for this job. There are like hundreds or thousands. I don't about even toothpaste. know. A whole row for nails. Ugh. Toothpaste, yeah. Hairbrushes. <laughs> I don't know. Which one do I want? You're very it's nails very and stressful. I just stare at the aisle. I'm like, I, I don't know. Do I want them whiter? Yeah. Do I want them 
cleaner? Do what do I want? Whiter and cleaner? Yeah. Which one's cheaper? Which one's more pop? I don't know. It just give me toothpaste, and let's call it a day. Give me toothpaste or give me death. Oh, it's good. Okay. Wow. Yeah. So yes, we just want to encourage you. If you're feeling stuck in a rut, do little things to break out. Challenge yourself. Um, you don't even have to share it with anyone. Just do it for you. Um, challenge mm-hmm. yourself. Do something new. Keep those creative juices flowing. Yeah, and connect with people. For sure. Um, connect with people. Last year, uh, some of my good friends and I did a push-up challenge. Mm. Which, that was fun to watch every night. Again, I did did say this is uh, not all about fitness, obviously. But that was just a way that we wanted to kind of push ourselves and be accountable to each other. And so um, a group of us did push-ups every day. Um, and each month an increase. So by the the end of the year, we were doing, was it 85? I thought it was 80. 80, yes. If you do that math quickly, it would be 80 because we started with 25 in January. Mm. Anyways, every day, 80 push-ups by the end of the year. And it was great. Um, and why it was great is because it was community. Like all of us, the friends, were all doing it together. We were checking in with each other. We used this Habit, habit Share um, app that, that Sal had told us about. And Sal's always driving these things he's he's such a fitness guru and just a a motivated awesome guy but he had us all checking in and stuff and it became a lot of fun and actually very good for us so it it would broke out of the the norm in in a few ways it just got you doing something different got you engaging with each other even more in a in a good like easy way uh no pressure and then also we had the benefit of um ripped abs i liked when you took your shirt off every night and did your and did your push-ups i'd stop what i was doing just to watch okay that was a joke that i said about ripped abs did it not give push-ups don't give you ripped abs no they don't but you already have those so oh my gosh please don't can you edit that out (laughs) i do not have that if anyone is still listening you haven't thrown up in your own mouth Uh, anyways yeah so groundhog day to sir with love, we uh, we salute you, Mr. Poitier, and um, it is a great movie. We do think that um, in the middle of, well, I'm sorry, it's not the middle at all. We have middle of winter, we have finished January, now entering February. Groundhog Day occurred, and there are ways to break the routine. We don't need January 1 to start them. Correct, start at any time. Yeah. And and think outside of the box. What is that thing that you you heard or read about the the line, the the movie theater line or whatever, where everyone stands in the line, the regular line, but sometimes breaking out oh. of that routine and jump the line. Jump the line. I don't think that's right. It sounds like Harry Belafonte, rock your body in time. <laughs> oh, okay, I believe you. <laughs> I'll think about it. I can put it in show notes that I haven't written yet, but I'm still working on. Well, the concept was instead of everyone just waiting in the same line because that's what everyone says to do. Skip the line. Skip the line. There you go. Skip the line. Like, you find a side door. And not that you're doing something illegal, but it's finding a way around the norm, trying something new, keep yourself moving and guessing and Mm -hmm. enjoying. And And sometimes that threatens people, though, because they want you to stay in line with them. They think you're abandoning them or maybe that you think you're better than they are. But you're like, no, I'm just pushing myself to get out of the line, out of the norm, and do something different for me. And that's totally fine. Um, don't compare yourself to other people. 
um, I addressed this too recently, but if you're going to compare, like kind of compare in terms of leveling up, like look at what you admire about someone in order to compare. Yeah. Say, oh, I love what you do there. How do you do that? Or I love how you dress. I love how you parent. I love your marriage. How do you make it, you know, how do you keep the love alive? Or how have you been married so long? All those things. Definitely compare to, you know, level up and better yourself. But don't compare to tear yourself down. I for like sure. That. So don't apologize when you want to step out on your own to do something for you that's going to benefit you, make you feel better, and other people are like, well, what are you doing? Why do you think and you're... And benefit those around that? you. Like, just ignore those, ignore the naysayers and do it for you. Yeah. That's Usually important. there's that's level ups. Too. Those level ups help your family, help those Everyone. around you. That yeah, it helps help you feel everyone. better about you, which makes everybody else feel better because you're in better mindset. Yeah, you're more generous. Um, you're more giving. Absolutely. You're, yep. you're, you're, maybe your body is growing better. Yes. Like, all these different things. Well, recently you, you posted about um, the marriage quote that the cool thing about a good marriage is secretly each side thinks they got the better deal. Right. I did. Yep. <laughs> and I did. And I love that. And my, my one friend, Joe, often says this about like our friend group, like some of our tighter, like close-knit guy friends, is we all look at each other and we're like, I don't know if I... I don't know if I level up to their level of awesomeness. Like, they're so cool. They're so interesting. I, I wish I could be more like Will. I wish I could be more like Titus. I wish I could be more like, you know, Joe. And and he often says, like, dude, I'm thinking that same thing. Mm. And I, I still don't totally believe him wow. <laughs> about me. But... I think that's kind of our human nature, right? We just... I believe that about you. I compare myself to you. And yeah. I can't even keep up. But it's hard for me to accept that, I think. Mm. That, that people think that about me. Anyways, I think it's a really, really cool problem to have in your group of friends or people or those who support you or your family. Is, man, I think I got the best deal ever because these people are awesome that I sur- I'm surrounded with. My wife that- is awesome. I think that also speaks to humility because you're not all like, hey, look at me, look how great I am. I'm a great husband. I'm a great father. I'm a great this. I mean, do you want to be those things? But you're not, you're not in your own ego. You're not in your own head thinking about you. You're, you are projecting out to other people and how you can serve them and thinking about them, how you can encourage them. And so then when it comes back to you, it's like, oh, wow, I really never thought about that. Thanks. Yeah, it's strange. You feel the same way about me as I feel about you. Yeah. That's a good problem. The opposite have. of Gaston. Yeah, so for sure. Sydney is uh, involved in the the school play at Mount Calvary in Elizabethtown, and uh, she, obviously she's singing all the the Beauty and the Beast songs which oh, yes. they're doing. And so we're here with Gaston, which he's so hilarious. He's such a jerk and fun. <laughs> 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 I want to make Belle my wife. Well, I can't do that, but um, yeah, he's you, expectorating. Yes, yeah. I'm especially good at expectorating. Nobody wants to be good at that, do they? Oh, I think every man that out there wants to be good at expectorating. expectorating. Yes. Okay. I had to look that word up the first time I heard it. Oh, really? Yeah. What? Well, the first time okay. I heard it, I was probably hold, 10. Hold up, I didn't hold know up. That out meant. of curiosity, how did you look up the word expectorating when you first heard that? I probably didn't look it up. I probably asked my mom. Okay. Okay, which child knows what expectorating means? Okay, well. Come on. To be fair. That's not the question. The question is, right, how did we look it we up? We didn't then? look it up. Unless, no, did well, you work, look it up on your little word processor. We use that thing called a dictionary. Right. Uh huh. That's Those just are heavy. That's interesting. Mm. We remember we looked things up that way. Yeah, that we, we had encyclopedias. We didn't say, "Hey Siri." Or the world books. Yes. Yes. 
they're wow. kind of fascinating to look Cyclopedia Britannica. Yeah. Remember people who sold those oh, door yeah. to door? I don't remember them. I never knew them. Well, I didn't know them personally. No one ever came to our like, door. We didn't have, have enough money for that. Like, selling Encyclopedia Britannica's door to door. Get people oh, yeah. to subscribe. And- yeah. And if you're not interested in that, we're selling you a vacuum cleaner. Heck yeah, we are. <laughs> oh Anyways, gosh. we should end this thing. We're rambling. Yeah, we are. Um, we're sorry. To sir with love, be good people. We're, we're, uh, we're break happy. Break out of your to, rut. Yeah, break out of your rut. And that we are preaching to ourselves when, when it comes to that because we constantly need to be thinking of ways to do that same thing. And by the way, parenting requires it mm. all the time. If we get into a rut with parenting... The kids will hone in on that in a heartbeat. They'll eat um, you alive. Whether they are intentional about doing it or not, but they will find our... What, oh, the chink I'm sorry. in the armor. Oh, yes. Um, I was just reminded of the Wreck-It Ralph, the second one. What, Ralph Breaks the Internet. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Uh, he has an insecurity, and it's just... <laughs> oh, I love that. They just friend, grow and grow and friend, grow. friend. Anyways... It, it's like that with, with kids, especially when we work with high school kids. They, oh man, if they smell blood in the water, you're done. Yep. You're toast. Yep. And it's the same with the with the, your own kids, whether you're working in a youth group or or it's just your personal They'll kids. They'll even pit you against each other if they can. Absolutely. Oh boy. You know, master manipulators. We love yes. them, but they love to manipulate. Yep. Anyways, got to be on your toes. You got to keep your game guessing, stay relevant, and keep growing, keep adventuring, and and moving forward. And make a Groundhog Day a what? Thing of the past? A thing of the past, yes. Bring spring early and end winter. We'll just get rid of that Groundhog. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let him stay in his hole. You guys should see the face that Kate's giving me right now. She's like, where are you going with this? Take care, y'all. Bye. Thanks for joining us for yet another episode of Authenticate Nate. If you enjoyed it or you've enjoyed the other episodes, please head on over to the platform you listen on and rate and review me so I can be seen by even more eyes and more ears. I would really appreciate it. We will catch up with you guys next week.